When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Boop Show for Monday, April 29th, 2019, with Scott and Brian. Yes. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Boop Show. Like I said, it's The Boop Show. Brian Dunaway's over there. I'm Scott Johnson over here. And, oh, you're dancing. I like it. I like it. Oh, hi, Scott. I missed you last week. Yeah, I missed you too, man. It was weird. It was a weird week. Uh, Went to Vegas uh, from Thursday until last night and had a blast. It was very fun. Lots of people saying, oh, I love The Boop Show. Keep that going. Zippity-doo-dah. A lot of people going, yeah, that Brian Dunaway, he's a hoot, that guy. And they were oh, all good. I think you're a hoot too. Hey, zippity doodah! What happened there? Was like a lot. Was there like a song of the South Reunion down there or no, something? Not in the quite. Vegas? Oh, is that what that's from? I didn't realize that. That's what that's from. No, you're. you're I'm wrong. That's wrong. It's uh, zippity doodah. That's from. Uh, that's from Mary Poppins, isn't yeah. it? My Uh-oh. oh my! Yeah. What a wonderful day. Wonderful day. Slipping in I monkey. Knew Disney. I knew it was a Disney thing. Day. Yeah, it's something like that. Well, it's. Uh, is there a Mary Poppins game? I'd play that. Would you? Yeah, a little, about. little. You know, you gotta pop up the umbrella. I don't know if Take I would play the kids. it. Kids, little Sim, little Mary Poppins Sim. I'd play that. I might play it. Like you could talk me into it. But what, what would you right. do in that game? What would be the? What's the genre? What do you do? Harry Potter style or what? What are you doing? Uh, you're. That's a good question. Uh, I yeah, I think Harry Potter style. Be I would Lego Mary uh, Mary Poppins. That'd be great. Ooh, okay. There you go. They do those yeah. already. They make the the Lego games. They just make one of the right. Harry Potter universe or the uh, the Mary Poppins universe. <laughs> is that called the Mary Poppins universe or is it called the right. the May Pop universe? May Pop. Right. Yeah. Uh oh, it's like it's a good question. I'm not sure now. I'm getting confused. The chat room is saying it is Song of the South that Zippity Doo dies from. Is, is that it, what I was thinking? Right, the, the Briar Rabbit stuff and all that, because they kept all the they kept all the nice stuff out of there, and they still use it at Disney, but they don't they don't let the movie yeah, yeah. happen anymore for the obvious Remus. reasons. If you've never seen it, <laughs> good luck. Maybe maybe they'll add that to the Disney Plus this fall. Maybe they will. Yeah, maybe they will. Uh, we're back at it though. Thank you guys for your patience. We were gone last week for totally unrelated uh, internet issues. Um, mm. Well, I can tell you what happened. It was really frustrating, uh, but it hosed this show and something else later that day. What else I have that night? Anyway, stuff just got hosed because um, we have a lot of new construction out here, a fast-growing part of the city, lots of new homes, lots of stuff going up. And as a result, I don't know, about three blocks that direction, somebody cut a uh, fiber line that fed both the major ISPs in the area and uh, took it down. So that was a good time. And uh, jerks, you know what that sounds like? That sounds like something Robotnik would do from it does. Sonic. It does with his big have dumb you seen, ship, right? Have you seen? <laughs> have you seen the uh, the the the? It's going on Twitter. What Jim Carrey 
is Robotnik for the Shut Sonic up. movie. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, check out Twitter right now. There's uh, It's trending right now. Oh, Sonic God. movie. Nick. Uh, sneak peek taste of Jim Carrey as Dr. Eggman. Oh, shut Dr. up. This Eggman. cannot be. Yeah, I okay. love that. Oh, look I at that. Think he's, I think he looks amazing for that. That's that's a, that's a good look for him. Okay, Sonic up till now has looked terrible. Right? Yeah. It's all furry and weird muscles and it's not cool. Right. This, this I'm down with. Okay, <laughs> all right. You got me here, dude. I I was going into this expecting garbage. This is actually not bad. I mean, if I'm, I still have kind of the opinion that you don't want to make a Sonic uh, movie in the first place. Okay, I right. think it's a dumb idea to start with. But if you're gonna do it, uh, do it this way. Here, chat. I'll show you what this looks like. Now, is this gonna be head to head against Detective Pikachu? Because we're gonna have a couple of really weird uh, CGI furry kind of creatures going on. I don't think it's. I don't think they're releasing at the same time. I don't think so. Uh, so I think there's some space between them, but uh, but there you go, Jim Carrey. In the are we sure that's correct? Or is that just a fake? Some say it's a fake. Is it a, is it is a, it fake? a fake out? I don't know if it's if it's a fake out. It's a good one because it does kind of look like him from Me Myself and uh, it's, no, not Me Myself and Irene. Uh, oh, is it the one? Is it maybe it is Me Myself and Irene? The one where he's uh, uh, his wife leaves him. He's the uh, he's the cop. What is that one? Uh, me, myself, and... Oh, no. Someone just no. put up a real photo. Okay, that one... That one was good. This yep. one is bad. Here, I'll put it in Discord, and you can be embarrassed by it as well. <laughs> That's what it looks like. That's no good. I it, like that. It's not as good as the other one. I agree. The not other cut is nearly better, as but good. But I still, I still, I'm still enjoying that. All right. Uh, we'll see. I don't want to judge. You know what? I don't want to judge it. You got such dead eyes. I love it. I don't want to judge it because it might be great. I, that Detective Pikachu thing has me interested, and it shouldn't. It should be the, like the least thing yeah. I'd care about, but somehow I want to see it. So this stuff could be great, and that's fine. And let's see. But the fake one's better. I agree with the chat right. room. Fake one better. Now, if you're just listening to the podcast version of this, we had a, we had a couple of photos there, and uh, because you're not here live, you have no idea what the hell we're talking about. Right. So I'm going to move on and talk about a video game I played right before my trip because I've only been home like 12 hours. I have not had time to play Jack. Well, more than that. I got home last night at about. Oh, no, no. It's you got to home. play. I don't know, Jack. That's a weird thing to play right after Vegas. I've been home for th- 11 hours is all. Is that right. right? That can't be right. I'm sorry. So 20, any- 21 hours I've been home. <laughs> So did you get any, uh, uh, you know, one arm bandit time in while you were down in Vegas or was it that just I don't, purely business? I don't gamble. Um, if it does, that's though. not gambling. You're definitely going to lose. Well, yeah, but I, I don't like even close to gamble. Like I'm completely right. like, I just don't do it. And it's not because I have any, I have no judgment about gambling, J- gamble all you want. I could really care less. I think it's because I'm a gamer. And part of me yeah, yeah, wants yeah. to just put money in things where I just have skills to That's play. That's how on. I feel. And not yeah. luck. I don't want to play luck machines. I want to play arcade machines. I don't want to sit at a card table and play a thing where the house has a huge, huge advantage. I want to play head to head freaking war with a friend of mine. Like I'm just, yeah. I, I'm not a game of chance kind of guy. I think that's why I really I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not I'm not very good at any of the card games, especially if it looks like it's going to be like some kind of, uh, you know, there is that guy dealing from the bottom of the deck. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't, I don't trust that. And I don't trust like roulette wheels or any of that kind of stuff. But I do like to play, even though 
I doubt you see very many of them in Vegas. I like playing the the coin drops, mm. the slide things. You drop the little coins in there. You, you feel like you got oh, some skill yeah. there. You have to yeah. you have to kind of aim it just right and get it in there and whoo. Yeah, I like that too because it just feels like you're always on the verge of making uh, a lot right. of quarters. Yeah, and I, I I never walk away going oh I just wasted a bunch of money. I always go away oh, like, oh that I was fun. Didn't quite push the thing off. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't bump it hard enough. Well, let me talk to you about a financial thing a little bit. This first game I played is called Rise of Industry. Mm. Rise of Industry. Now, here on the show, as people are probably aware, the Boop Show, we cover a lot of smaller sort of indie efforts. Occasionally, a bigger you know title will come in here or there. But we like to talk about smaller stuff, things that kind of miss people's radar. Although, if you're a strategy fan, this thing is quite popular right now. And uh, yeah, you know is. exactly what this game is. But... Um, originally, I believe kickstarted, not hundred percent sure on that, but it's on steam has enjoyed a healthy place in the top 10 for a while. Continues to be there. Uh, I should say for full disclosure, I was sent a code of this game code and it's, uh, so, okay. City builders. That's nothing new. I like them. I talk about them on the show a lot, different kinds of city builders. I think I talked about, uh, Dawn of man the other day or the uh, other episode. Here's another chance to talk about one of these. And in fact, what's funny is I meant to be playing Tropico, but instead this came in and I went, oh, I should check this out. <laughs> so now I'm playing this city builder. But Rise of Industry is different. The entire goal and purpose of Rise of Industry goal. is to make tons of money. So it's less about where you put your houses and are the people happy and do you have the, the firemen up the road and the, the police, you know, this sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Those things exist, but the game's focus is not just let's have a healthy city. It's let's maximize profits. Yeah, that's what it looks like. I yeah. mean, even the, even the pictures are like uh, dirty smokestacks. It's like there's nothing there's nothing beautiful or or organic about this. It it literally looks like a tool video, right? It's, a little uh, bit, a little bit. Is, yeah, a little industrial there. Depends on where you're where you're at in the game. Also, this particular playthrough I'm looking at on this video is super Small super zoomed pollution. out. But if you go in nice and tight, uh, yeah, it's can, a you can see the uh, overworked children workers. Yep, you can see you see kids <laughs> like ah, mom, help, I'm dying. Um, but it is very much a a city builder again, focused almost entirely on profitability. And so right. your goal is to like, all right, I got a factory here, a farm there. Um, I've got pollution standards in the community that if I don't, if I exceed them, I might make a little more profit in the short term, but they're going to find me later. Like a lot of little things like that. And it's all that sort of stuff. So you're trying to trade and, and work your way up to being just like the most billionaire dude ever and owning everything and monopolizing everything. And right. I like it. I'm going to say, though, it's this is going to be somebody's favorite thing. I don't know who it is yeah. yet. Um, somebody out there is going to play this and go, oh, my gosh, they made a game for me. I can't believe this. This is amazing. I'm not really a numbers guy. Uh, mm. I find them. I think numbers are important and all around us, but I think they're boring. <laughs> and so I don't think this game is boring. I think there's enough here for even just city builder fans in general. Um, and right. I love the look of it. I'm a huge fan of the interface and the look. I think it's beautiful. Um, but I, I really, I'm, I'm with you. This looks like a very, it, it looks very dry, which is fine. And it's, it's really gonna, it's really gonna hit some people. But I, I think they should have went with a maniacal kind of, like a Mr. Burns kind of, you know, just, just evil. Right. Almost just evil. Well, there's a little bit of that thematically in the intro and stuff. Right. Um, 
but they don't really lean into it. In fact, it's funny. The soundtrack is very reminiscent of that 2012 or 2013 uh, SimCity reboot that was so disappointing, but had that amazing soundtrack. It's a lot like that. So they're clearly, you know, uh, poking into that a little bit, sort of like a Art Nouveau 1950s kind of vibe to the music. Uh, mm. But it's uh, it's interesting. It It's it's not again, it's it's meant to be. Am I making them? Am I making cash money? Am I expanding? Did I did I change? You know, when things got weird and we ran out of trees, did I change the industry to be something else so that I don't lose a bunch of money? Like it's just a, I wouldn't call it a financial sim as much as it is. It's still a city sim, but the goal is always financially related or financially right. motivated, and it's just less interesting to me than say like Tropico, where Tropico is that, but it's also socioeconomic growth it's also you're a ter- uh, um uh dictator and, and dictator yeah and the kind of dictator always eat your dictators <laughs> um what kind of dictator do i want to be i want to be good to my people bad to my like there's a lot of other nuance to those games right. where their focus is a much so beloved dictator or do i want to yeah this looks very <laughs> it's very industrial i like it i i but i'm with you it might not be our cup of tea especially being served from the developer the dapper penguin studios which i like i like that name it, it conjures up some really good mm. imagery mm. i dig that yeah I, you could yours got they got a demo i might try that oh or yeah you should try the uh, demo you should give it a shot yeah too, you think. and if not 20 25 bucks mm-hmm. on uh it's reasonable steam right now it's yeah. reasonable especially if you're again if you're it, it, if you are really into this aspect of these kinds of games, and most city builders have some financial aspect to them, right. uh, it is very much focused on that. It's almost like they said, hey, that one part that's sort of just one-fifth of these normal games, what if that was the whole game? And that's kind of what mm-hmm. they've done. Um, but the low-poly count sort of treatment and the cool building styles and stuff, like visually and auditorially and just sort of the whole presentation it's a beautiful little game and totally totally worth your time especially if you're into that financial stuff so that's my first game of the week and i tentative recommendation it's like i recommend it but those are the caveats if you don't like managing a you know a blustering business and the whole things about trade and percentages and and what products to make and when to make them don't make sure you don't make them this time of the year or else you're screwed or whatever if that's your thing you're gonna love it if you don't like that stuff might steer clear of this one it's it's, it's sitting at a very positive rating right now mm-hmm. on steam yeah uh, which is which is yeah people like it i like it. The, the people that this is for this is absolutely yeah. delivering the promise there's no question so it's not yeah, people- this isn't an issue of like this is an issue of whether this is a well-made game. This is an issue of whether or like whether or not you like that subgenre or not. Right. Yeah, I'm seeing like 40 plus hours on a lot of these reviews. Yeah. So I mean, people are really putting in all the time, which is which is typical of a city builder because it takes a long time. Yeah. A lot of investment. And I've been doing that in uh you know, those that anno game I keep talking about, which I'll mention again a little bit later. Brian, right. let's talk about Manual Samuel. Oh, we're going to talk about Mr. Emmanuel Samuel. This game uh, I picked up on the Xbox Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was free to me since I am a subscriber. Uh, I had not heard anything about this, which is funny because everybody else around me, when I said, yeah, I'm playing Emmanuel Samuel, it's like, oh, I love that game. And, uh, and my uh, son, actually, Ethan, my youngest, uh, he's 17. He came over and he literally... 
literally took the controllers out of my hand so that he could play. He says, I watched a million videos on this, and I never got a chance to play, and I want to play it. So he, he, he snacked it from my hands. Mm. You can get this on Steam right now for like 10 bucks too, which is super cheap, because this is a lot of fun. It's, uh, it's mostly story-driven, but do you remember QWOP? Do you remember trying to... I remember to, QWOP. Oh, yes. You, yeah, you remember trying to manually make your guy run a race there with the QWOPs? Well, same idea uh, with mechanic-wise. Uh, you're trying to... Um, you have to control everything about your character manually. And I'm playing this on Xbox 360, so it's using a controller, so there's only so many manual things you can do. But one of the things that's very important is you have to blink. Mm. You don't realize how often you have to blink because if your character, uh, Samuel, who, by the way, is a, a rich, rich guy. He's a rich guy. He's a, No, he's actually a son of a rich guy. Son of a rich guy. Son of a rich. And, uh, yep. Son of a rich guy. And him and his girlfriend break up, and he ends up getting killed and going straight to hell where, uh, where death uh, meets him and makes a deal with him. Hold on. Did the girl kill him? The girl did it? I can't say. It's a story. Oh. All right. Man. So let's just say he dies. I don't give anything away. Uh, and he goes to H-E double hockey sticks. Uh, there. I can't uh, tell if friend, I like or hate this art style, but go ahead. It, you, don't you hate it and love it all at the same time? It really reminds me of the older Flash animation because everything is, you know, it's like really pin the tail on the donkey kind of yeah. uh, arms and legs yeah. where they kind of just, you know, flail about yeah. like that, like ragdollish. Uh, but <laughs> I love... I love the audio in the commentary that you get from uh, from from Death, uh, the Grim Reaper, because he is this uh, he's this skater dude, essentially, and he is always in the background uh, of of your life of trying to navigate. Now that you've been returned to Earth, you've been returned to to the living, but you have to do everything manly for twenty four hours. That was the deal you made with Mister Death. Uh, and if so your name you wasn't to, Samuel, what would it have been? It would have been, um, let's right. see, uh, what if your name was Mike? Auto automatic, automatic Freddy. Uh, <laughs> right. doesn't rhyme so, at all. <laughs> doesn't rhyme at all. What do you want from me? <laughs> automatic Jack. How about that? Automatic Jack. Automatic I like that. Automatic Jack. There you go. Auto Jack. Yeah. Uh, so, so you have to do things like, uh, you have to, you have to blink. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you don't, the screen starts turning hazy and then turns white where you can't see the objective you're trying to get to. Uh, you have to, you have to occasionally your back will snap and you'll like flop over and you can't walk when you're like that. So you have to sit, you have to stand back up and then you have to, you have to function each leg it, it, you have to like go left and then right with the, with the triggers on your controller for me. And you have to make him go walk, 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 walk. And if you, if you accidentally hit the trigger, like on both on the same side, he'll do a split and you'll fall down and you can't get up. You have to make him get up again. And this. But everything is controlled manually. Okay. Uh, and there's also a breathing mechanic. Certain parts of the game, you have to. You also have to breathe. So you're you're trying to walk, breathe, and uh, blink your eyes. And the the stakes even get even more intense because there's certain parts where you uh, uh, you're also 
you end up trying to save the world, which of course makes absolute sense, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So you gotta say you gotta save the world, or you might be fighting the devil somewhere in this game. Oh my Possible. gosh, you got hit by a car called Feces Happens. That's fantastic. Oh my gosh, Feces is such a. Oh, there's so many things. It's, it's, I'm sorry, I'm kind of jumping all around because it's been like about a week since I played this because this supposed to, we was going to talk about this last week. Oh yeah, but yeah. yes, uh, Death is constantly saying holy shit, but he's saying holy feces. So everything is feces this, feces that. And Great. at first, I didn't like it, but then I started thinking it was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, the way the delivery of it was very good. Yeah. Uh, so, and he's like, death is constantly like all in your face and talking like this and holy feces. And, and uh, he's, uh, but he's always giving you instructions. Like there's, there's one part where you have to uh, drive a car and uh, you have to control. It's a stick, of course. It's going to be a manual. Of course it is. Yeah. And uh, you, you have to be, you have to, you have to, while he's sitting next to you, he's talking to you, telling all you this backstory, the Grim Reaper is. And then he'll occasionally tell you, left, because there's like, there is like old people walking out with walkers in front of you. And you have to like swerve to not hit them. If you hit them, then your car goes back down to zero and it takes forever to get through that stage. You don't really get penalized other than uh, things taking longer. Oh, it would have been uh, Automatic Albert, by the way, would be the name for Automatic Albert. That's it. So this is Manual Samuel instead, because everything is manual. Mm. And uh, you're a spoiled rich kid, and uh, you have to to go to your dad's shop and pretend like everything is normal. You have to go about your day Mm. as though it was normal. Uh, You'll also run into some other uh, characters from Hades. Uh, You run into war and famine. Uh, and you have to do certain tasks for them uh, as 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 you plod through manually uh, in your twenty four hour quest to to get back. Uh, I don't want to give away too many story spoilers, but uh, the story is silly but fun. Hey, and I really yeah, I, really I like I like silly but fun. Silly but fun. This is a uh, developer is perfectly paranormal. This game's been out since probably about 2016, I think. So it's nothing. It's not brand new or anything, but it was due to me because they put it on Game Pass and it was free uh, for me with with my subscription to that service on mm. Xbox. I have a very vague memory of the name of it, but I couldn't remember right. if I'd played it. Now I, I now I know I haven't played it, but I do remember. Oh, the name. you should definitely play it. Okay. There's hours of fun to mm. be had. And Satan's Holy pretty cool. feces. How's Satan? Is he cool? Do we have a cool Satan? No, Satan's not cool. Satan was the reason why I had to freaking stop playing because I couldn't get past it. <laughs> oh. For some reason, uh, for some reason, I don't know if it's the, I don't know if it was the port to Xbox, but I had, I had pretty good success with uh, controlling Manuel Samuel, but there was, there was, uh, there's, there's one point where it seems like my timing is off mm. and I'm not sure where that lag is coming from. If it's because of the port, if the game was designed that way, but I've had some frustrations with uh, either controller lag or something since I've since on certain games, hmm. especially certain ports. They're usually like that's weird. elsewhere and then make its way over to. That is so weird. That know. shouldn't be a thing. That's really weird. Well, that's what I think too, and I'm like, and I got very frustrated because I spent like probably a good forty five minutes uh, trying to, to to pull off a move hmm. to to smack Satan just once. Just so he could say, you know, all that for a drop of blood, but I couldn't do it, mm. and uh, so eventually I did get him like once or twice, and uh, but I that only like like took just like a just a little piece off his health bar, and I'm like, this took me like forty five minutes to do. It's going to take me freaking three hours to kill this guy. Yeah, well, but uh, and you got to do it manually. All right, we'll check that one out Manual on Game Pass. Samuel. Available now.
Uh, my next game is a uh, game called Forager, and it's for the PC. Now, what I like about Forager is it's a very simple game. There's not a lot going on here uh, that's super complicated, but it was made by this dude. One dude made it. Dude. A single dude. I always am impressed with that. So I often will play an indie game. If one guy made it, that impresses me. I want to see what he's up to. Uh, and in this game, uh, you forage because it's called Forager. You're this little ghost-looking white character. I don't know what to compare him to, but this adorable little dude. And uh, you create a game, and you start chopping trees and axe-picking rocks and picking fruit. Oh, he looks like a marshmallow. A little bit. A little bit, kind of a little marshmallow man. And mm-hmm. your goal is to build a furnace. First thing you want to build is a furnace. So you got to get some quick parts to do that. And it's just on this little island, almost like a big puzzle piece. And right. on that island, you uh, chop the trees or you bang on these rocks till they explode. And then you get all the pieces of it. And then there's, like I said, fruit trees, which you can use to health up because you have basically you lose stamina over time and you need fruit to get you back on track. And you level up during this process. Also, just like my intestines. Exactly. Now, you if you run out, if it seems like you've chopped everything down and 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 mined everything that's possible, you'll notice that that's not actually true because new stuff will will uh, will spawn on the island. And right. like just now in this video, I don't know if anyone saw that, but the little fruit tree spawned as soon as I cut the tree down. So there's like a minimum amount of resources that'll always be here, but they're not always the same ones. So if your goal or one of your quests is to build iron for something, then you want to get the stones that have little iron uh, shards sticking out of it. They're blue for some reason. Uh, and then when you go get all those iron bits, maybe something else spawns, sometimes gold, sometimes other island iron, or iron, sometimes it's just stone uh, or a tree will spawn there, whatever. Dude, stone. But you you just kind of have, uh, use a controller or a keyboard and mouse, but you just, uh, I have this on PC, but you just kind of go around the island and do your schmoo and then eventually you're going to have enough parts to build uh, items you might need, like a furnace to then start smelting things. So you build a furnace and you plop it down and now you got a furnace. Kind of Minecraft style. He who style. smelt it, dealt it. Is he, that what we're hearing? He, he who dealt it, smelt it in this case. Mm. Uh, so you, you use the thing to cook up whatever you need and craft what you need. And there's other crafting uh, uh, devices and then materials and then combinations of those materials. More unlocks as as uh, the higher level you get, and you level or get experience every time you chop something down or do anything, you get XP for it. Uh, what happens if you stick the forager in a microwave? It <laughs> pops or he melts and turns brown. Right. No, it gets really big at first, right? Oh, right. That's what happens in the yeah, microwave. Like a peep. Yeah. He's like a peep in there. Never put a peep in the microwave. Just don't do it. Mm, or always put a peep in the microwave. Or never buy a peep ever. <laughs> Because peeps are gross. They're freaking they're so, well, they're so good, Forager. This is published by Humble Bundle. So you probably, if, you, if you're a monthly subscriber, you probably can get this for free. Probably already Let get it. See. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Hop, Hop Frog is the developer. I'm not familiar with anything else they've done. Just came out on the 18th. Yeah, Man, it's pretty, pretty like, new. Pretty new. Yeah. The, uh, it has a skill system as well. And they do things like improve the foraging rate or how quickly trees get chopped down or how much yield is in the trees. Like a lot of little upgrades and things, and you can spend those points. I, as best I can tell, you can kind of get everything eventually. But there's areas right. of focus, so you can kind of min-max if you want to and figure out your best stuff. Now, I've not gotten far enough to know how to expand 
to another island or add another chunk of land, I think you just outright pay for it when you have enough gold mm-hmm. um, or, you know, currency from from making all these things. But it's just got this fun little loop. I came away impressed with it, even though it's just real simple and goofy looking. Um, I, f- I like it. It's a it's fun very positive thing. so far. You're not the only one. You played two very positive games this past week yeah. or the week before last. Yeah, I think this one's real good. I'm 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 looking forward to playing more of it because it's it's a little bit of a Zen game. You just kind of lose yourself in it and don't think too yeah. much. Oh my goodness! I thought the last game had a lot of people who put hours in, but these people are you know in the sixty hour range oh, for yeah. these reviews. So yeah, uh, science got a good bit of of, of replayability, if if not some depth. Uh, it's like a lot of fun. Yeah. I picked that up myself. Yeah, you should check it out. It's called Hop, Forager for the PC. Uh, that one was also a code sent to me, but it, it was a Steam code, so you can actually get it on Steam if you'd like. Humble Bundle. $20. Yeah, $20 game. I love supporting small developers, uh, so this is the kind of game I would probably gift to a friend or something since I didn't have to pay for the uh, key, but it's real, real good. And then I just want to at least make a mention I planned to and still was last week before I left playing Anno 1800. That's a city building oh, yeah, game yeah. that is really speaking to me. Uh, yeah. It's r- all the things I said that I don't like about Rise of Industry or about, you know, financially driven city builders. This has those aspects, but they're not the driving aspect. It has everything else. Happy households and, you know, uh, tree sustainability and refor- reforestation so that you can cut those trees down and use those and like I love the the setting. It's set in a weird old time in the year eighteen hundred, so everything's just a little bit weird. And there are no cars. Uh, I guess there's some cars. Are there cars? When did cars show up? 1810? 19? 18 did. Good lord! Only if you were driving the DeLorean. When was the first? <laughs> Hold on. First car release. First car. Uh, I think the early uh, late. 1800s probably 1890 maybe uh might have seen something what didn't go into mass production until i think around the teens 18 sorry 1908 was the very first now is that a production car or was that uh because i think there's some you know some prototype cars out before then not being mass produced it says here 18 or sorry october 1st 1908 the first production model t ford completed at the company's uh paquette avenue plant in detroit so Detroit. So yeah, you're you're probably right. There were probably prototypes before that. Yeah, my um, yeah, my uh, my stepdad uh, used to have a whole bunch of old cars, and we'd take those out about uh, you know, every couple of weeks just to keep them running, keep them going. Yeah, it was always fun because they weren't fast. No, mostly mostly rode in like uh, the T model, and uh, it, it was always fun to ride around and people like going around just like, oh, come on. They have Move every, your horse and buggy, old man. Every other week or every two weeks, or maybe it's once a month, I forget. But here in this area I live in, they have a big car show that shows up on the Main yeah, Street yeah. thing, and they just yeah, bring all these classic cars and rev their engines, and everyone touches themselves and then goes home. <laughs> uh, Brian, tell me about Boss Guard. Boss Guard. Okay, so Sand Sailor Studios, uh, the developer of this, sent me a code for Boss Guard. It uh, just came out on the 18th, and uh, it is. Have you ever wondered what it'd be like to just play a boss level in a game? Like over and over, because, just doing boss levels? 
just over and over at boss level. Isn't that you, basically one of the Dark Souls? I mean, isn't Dark Souls that like everything's like a boss yeah, fight kind of? Kind of, but this is more, you know, it's more simplified. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, this is, is, is controller uh, controller. So so I can I can play either as one of six Vikings uh, and the Vikings are very loose in idea because they're thematically uh, based on different countries that really didn't have Vikings, from my understanding. Like, there's an American Viking, and there's... Uh, but it, the Vikings aren't the fun part of this game. The Vikings are okay. But it's a little actually a little confusing when you get into the Vikings. There's six of them. They're kind of small on the screen because it's just one, just one stage. You know, it's just one platform where you're fighting at. The fun part is being the boss. So you can play as the boss and uh, just just lay waste as you constantly throw out these special moves just to destroy Vikings here and Vikings there. They got ranged Vikings. They've got melee Vikings. They've got annoying Vikings. Go away from me, you stupid annoying Viking. It's basically uh, but- uh, it's basically a it's like a raid in World of Warcraft, but you're the boss. Exactly. That is a very good way to describe it. I love the art style too. Hmm. It is very, it is very modern. Uh, has a lot of, uh, is even though it's, even though it feels like there's not a lot of necessarily a lot of pixels, it's all very well colored and just, you know, there's not like a lot of hard lines or anything. It's just, it, it just looks really good, and the lighting and the coloring is just beautiful. Hmm. Uh, and I like I said, I had the most fun uh, playing as the boss, and and like some of the bosses are really weird kind of stuff that you would play like it one boss is a, a giant piece of toast with one eye and one of his special moves is to flatten everybody with his flat face and he just like the vikings get close and he can he builds up his uh his, he you know he builds up his power by attacking and when it gets to a certain point he can use a special ability which is to flap flapjack mm. all the vikings to death to, to death mm. to death scott so wait a minute and, are uh, you the always the vikings or are you always the boss you can choose and are, is this you a can, multiplayer game and you but you can it, play on your own or what correct so if you play on your own every, everything else all the other uh, vikings are controlled ai as well as the boss or if you play local co- local co-op on the couch which is also a great way to do it. And the only way I really found any way to really play with anybody because you can create your own online uh, private uh, session, but there was really nobody else I could play with when I first started playing this game. Nobody was there. Anybody home? Nope, just me. Nobody so I here. played a lot against the AI. What's yeah. that now? I said, nobody here. How, uh, so so nobody. how is the AI? Are they smart? Are they pretty, you know, adept at it's your pretty, moves? It, it's, a, it's, a very, it's a very small area to fight in. Uh, so you're going to be making a lot of contact, and so you kind of have to find uh, each boss has his weakness. So I, in that in that way, yes, it's smart. I never felt like I had a boss figured out where I could just sit and cheat. You know, like I couldn't sit in a little corner and go pew 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 until the boss died. <laughs> I always had to like, you know, I had to I had to keep moving, yeah. I had to keep moving, which is what you want because it's a very fast paced, fast action game. Uh, like I said, the one thing that I had trouble with with the Vikings, though, uh, in Boss Guard, was the was the fact that my character was so small on the screen. I mean, I've got like a 55 inch TV, and I was sitting fairly close, but it's, even then, my characters, relatively speaking, are pretty small because you're fitting, you know, six Vikings and a boss all on one screen. So it's very much like a like a like a wild raid in that manner. You know, it's like, where am I at? Where am I at? There this I am. A, this is a um, Xbox title. 
this I played on the Xbox, but it, it is uh, it is on. No, I'm sorry, I played this on the PC. Oh, I don't okay. think this is on the Xbox. All right. No, I got this uh, early access code uh, on on the PC. So far, it's receiving pretty positive reviews, uh, and I think they've got a way to go still. Now, I enjoyed what I saw, but I would like to see more. I would like to be able to. I would like to have a more satisfactory uh, experience playing the Vikings. And I don't know how they're going to fix that, but uh, maybe have fewer, maybe even go down to four. I think I would, ha- I think I'd have more fun if there was only four Vikings. Interesting. I feel like I could manage. I think I feel like I could manage that way. You know what what I mean? if there are, so maybe I'm confused when you're playing the Vikings, are you playing just one Viking? Or are you playing all the Vikings? You're playing one Viking and the others are AI. Okay. So you never, and you and can't switch wrong, between them, right? Like you're stuck with the one you got. Right. Well, yeah, d- during that round okay. until, you know, you, and you can die multiple times, you come back and you also can uh, uh, build up special abilities. Different Vikings have different abilities to, uh, to attack. And it's a 1v5, so asymmetrical multiplayer game. So I keep saying six, but it's actually six total players and there's five Vikings. But like I said, I think three Vikings would be plenty. But what do I know? Somebody else may be out there having fun going, no, Brian, five is the perfect amount of Vikings. This just reminds me of like Dead Till Dawn or or what is it? Not Delta, Dead Till Dawn. What's the one where you... Oh, you talk about the, oh, de- de- Dawn by Deadlight. Dead, dead by Light, Deadlight. Dead, dead by Daylight. There you go. So it's like <laughs> a bunch of you are survivors and one of you is playing the yes. bad guy. Okay. Similar. That, idea. that, that is, and that's the idea. And the fun part, of course, just like all the other, those other games, usually like, uh, like the same, I had the same complaint about, um, uh, Friday the 13th is, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's one V, you know, the, the boss versus the other players. And it's always fun to play as the boss and everything else seems to, seems to suck to me, but I did like playing as the boss, and it was a lot of fun. And mm. I have revisited many times this week, and and the devs are pretty good about jumping on and uh, and playing. There's like a Monday meetup just like last week, I believe, and so they're really invested into the game. So I, I hope good things happen. Very nice. That yeah. again is Boss Guard. I saw it all over Steam or somewhere. Uh, so right. looks like it's a big hot new piece of business, everybody. So check it out, Boss Guard. Boss Guard. Boss Guard. Sounds like food or something, doesn't it? I'll have some boss guard. It, 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 yes, boss guard. By the way, it's not like boss guard, like G A U R D. It's boss guard, G A R D for that guard. Yeah, guard. Boss guard. It's guard. Kinda, it's kind of cool, I guess. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hey, check this out. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> Time for us to play. Guess my game. It's where Brian and I have some old game, sometimes new-ish, but doesn't have to always be old. It's usually it's usually attached to to nostalgia, though, right? Usually, 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 because 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 guess my audio is a lot more fun when it's the audio that's repeated over and over again versus the depth of games we have now. Yeah, that should be people talking. May as well be a TV show, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's often retro stuff. I'm gonna play mine first. See if you can guess it. Brian has no idea what this is going in. So here you go. What is it? I know this one. Do you already know? No, but I know it. I played it. Oh my god! Don't look at the chat. No cheating. Oh my god! Okay, wait. There's some coming. It's gonna give it away. Here you go. Wait. Money, money, money. 
Oh, there you go. Body, body blow. blow. Body blow. Punch out, man. Punch is, it, out. is it Mike Tyson punch out or is it just? It is Mike Tyson's punch out. The arcade right. edition. Well, no, wait. It was the home one that was Mike Tyson's, right? Yeah, I think you're right. So yeah. mine's so the, punch out the I guess it's just plain old punch out in the arcade. Mm. I forget. They had so many versions of it. Now. I think they re-released it back to the arcade as well, didn't they? As uh, Mike maybe, Tyson's but the Mike Tyson when that Mike Tyson license went away, they quit putting them in them. Like even the you get right. the NES Classic, and I don't think Mike Tyson's in that thing. Right. Yeah, it's just Glass Joe and everybody who came out. Glass him. Joe, I love Glass Joe. Glass Joe's great. I, you know, I, I always loved it. I love the originals or the older ones where uh, your character was a wireframe. Yeah. I, I kind of got disappointed when in the later stuff they started, you know, fully rendering. Your characters. Uh, chat room says they're making a remake of Punch Out. I thought they just did one for the Wii U. I did U. too, but I guess it was kind of years ago, wasn't it? Because it's for the Wii. Yeah, well, it was Wii U. Punch Out, Wii. Wait, it was Wii. Ooh. Punch Out, Wii. Oh, Wii you're right. Punch Out. You're right. It was Punch Out for the Wii. You're totally right. So it's time, I guess. Yeah, it's been years, man. That was years. a cool remake, though. It was actually really good. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it. It was a hell of a thing. Glass Joe's in that as well. I love all their dumb characters. And you could fight Donkey Kong in that thing, I think. Oh, could you? Yeah, pretty sure he was one of the, not bosses, but, you know. Ouch. Somebody to fight, <laughs> someone to fight later. All right, uh, Brian, I'm going to play yours. Let's see if you can guess, or if I can guess. Here you go. I'm going to guess my own game. Here yeah, it goes. You probably know exactly what it is. All right, here we go. Oh, it's very quiet. Why is that so quiet? Is that besides loud as it goes? I don't know. Let me see what's... <laughs> it possibly as loud as it goes. <laughs> Hold on, there's something wrong with the file or something. <laughs> That's really familiar, though. I think I'm going to get it. All right, let me try that again. Oh, it's just really, your file's just really quiet. Why is it so quiet? That's I don't weird. Know. It was really loud on this side. Oh. Uh, 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 don't look in the chat room, they're already getting it. Banjo Tooie, Tootie, there you go. Banjo Tooie, Banjo Kazooie, yeah. Oh, Kazooie, Kazooie, yeah, Kazooie, yeah, okay. Kazooie. Because later they had the Banjo Tooie game or whatever it was called, right? Right, Banjo Tooie, hold on, yeah, yes, Tooie, T O O I E, yeah, the, right. That was like the, the sequel. other. Yeah, this was a this is developed by Rare, an old N sixty four title, right? And I remember it, and I remember him talking like that. Except that was really yeah. quiet, and I don't know why. But anyway. I don't know. That was weird. Yeah, yeah, that was really weird. Anyway, uh, look at us getting both these right. Aren't we smart? Look at that. I'm telling you, it was a good week. Yeah, not a bad week at all, everybody. Well done. I guess just me and you. Well done. Nobody else did it. No, they did it in chat room, too. They did Oh, well. did they? Well, then I'll give yeah, it to them, too. Yeah, nice they guessed it in the chat room, too. Nice so, job, yeah. guys. All right. Uh, time for us to read your uh, feelings. Your comments. Emails. Your emails. Your feelings. We're going to read what? your feelings. Your, e- your feelings via email. How about that? Uh, boopshow at gmail.com. Boopshow at gmail.com. Our first one came to us. Came, uh, let's see. The name is Mink. Like a mink, mink. coat. You ever been oh, around so a mink? Not, it's not boop mink. No. It's mink. Okay. Have you ever been around a mink farm? Is that ever a thing you've done? No, I don't. I don't. I've never done that. We have some have mink you? farms just south of me, and they're horrific. You've never smelled a worse thing to drive past than a freaking mink farm. It's Ugh. so bad. 
Uh, they poo. We like, poop in our own fur. <laughs> it's really bad. Anyway, I just snorted. I don't know why. I think I'm tired from Vegas. Says this, uh, Scott. I agree that pre-ordering is a bad precedent for a number of reasons, but saving on account interest—or sorry, but saving account interest—really, if you pre-order a month in advance, you're losing a month of interest to the cost of say a hundred dollars. The best rate I've seen recently for a month-long investment is zero point three percent or three point six percent annual. That's thirty cents or uh, that's thirty cents per hundred dollars. So if you're spending three hundred dollars on a pre-ordered game. You lose almost a whole dollar in pre-order tax. I hope you forgive me for not losing sleep over that. Boop, mink. Uh, let me just say this. I, I understand what you're saying. This is a volume issue. When, uh, let's say, I don't know what game it would be. Let's say EA had everybody pre-order Anthem in the, in the volume of uh, 20 million people. 20 million people spending... $59 each. That is a substantial amount of interest they earned just because you pre-ordered it. It's, right. And, th- and that not, bothers I'm, you. Yeah. I'm not talking about just one person. Yeah. Big deal. 30 cents. Who cares? I'm talking about the massive numbers of pre-orders. It's a numbers game. There's a reason why they do right. it. This is why they do it. Like what other now, reason is, is, is they are they yeah. doing pre-orders? This is it. This is the reason. Mink. But but does that annoy you that they, they collect that? Yes. It does tax. annoy me. That's why I don't do it. That's why I won't do pre-orders. Yeah. It annoys the hell out of me. I want my money will be my money until I say it isn't my money. (laughs) Why do I want them earning money on my money? I I had the same philosophy about paying my taxes, like my uh, income taxes. I'm like, I'm not giving you one more dollar than I have to because a lot of people just use it as a savings account and they wait and get their taxes back and they have a windfall. I'm like, no, not holding on to my money for the whole year. But when it comes pre-order, I'm like, shouldn't we be pleased that our game makers no. are making a little money no and, and that we're and we're showing our trust no a little bit no that, no you should no. buy it the day before or the night before download it the day it comes out like don't give them unless you have some direct benefit and there are benefits sometimes it's like oh pre-order the mortal Kombat thing and you get shao Kahn. truth is you could that date uh, could do it the day before and still get the benefit but if one says order it 30 days in advance and you'll get a bunch of in-game credits or currency, okay, if that's a value to you, then you should do that. I'm not saying those people are wrong. I'm saying just the good old-fashioned pre-order for no reason. Like, what are you doing it for? That's 60 bucks out of your bank account sitting in somebody else's. Right, right. I don't care if it's they, 30 cents or 35 cents or $100 they're making off you. It's your money. Why do we want to have them sitting on your money? You don't even have the game yet. You have nothing. Well, is is actually you do have something you what? have you have you have the you, you ever seen the meme uh shut up and take my money yeah yeah i hate and, it and there's a reason why that meme exists because it gives us like this almost instant gratification that we've purchased the game even though we haven't purchased it yet so this email actually was talking about Scott's no game. i disagree because that <laughs> meme works for anything where you walk into a restaurant and you're like, I don't know what I want. And they say, oh, guess what? We've got like a, a peanut butter burger. And you go, shut up and take my money. And you get the burger right then. Right. I know. But you're so excited. It, and and you need that energy to go somewhere. And I think supporting game developers is not a bad way to, you know, it's not It's not like you said. Okay. So if you look at it from an individual standpoint of paying it, it's, it's, not, very, it's not a very big load for an individual but you're right the the game companies make a lot of money that way yeah, a little extra money but doesn't that but don't you think 
Do you, you think they factor that in? I don't know if they do or don't. I'm saying that if their game's worth 60, I'll make that determination and I'll pay 60 bucks for it when it's time. I'm not going to give them it too early. Like, it doesn't make any sense. You don't walk into a McDonald's and go, okay, I want a Big Mac next Friday. Like, if 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 uh, if Burger King told me that I could order their new uh, their new Impossible Burger, uh, Impossible Whopper, Impossible Whopper that they got that 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 yeah. whole th- burger thing, yeah, I would I would totally pre-order that. Why though? What's the because advantage? Because it would give me satisfaction now. It would. It's this is stupid. It is <laughs> a so stupid, stupid, stupid thing. But it does feel good. I don't think it, it feels it, good. It, I think it feels. I think it makes you feel bad, and that's my point. I think you're right that people do feel good. I have learned that it makes you ultimately feel bad, and so I, I'm going to say, don't do it, unless, like, someone in the chat says, you heard it here first. Scott's not going to pre-order the next WoW expansion. No, I probably will. Why? Because it comes with extra stuff I can't get if I don't pre-order it. Right. That's the point of pre-orders that I will support. If you're going to get stuff you wouldn't get any other way, and you value that stuff, do it. If they right. don't give you anything and it's just straight up, pre-order this game now, and there's no reason. You're, you're mad about the disingenuous uh, offer from the company. It sounds like kind it sounds of. like yeah. yeah that that's the part that irritates you because I I, I don't think you know a, a very small amount of percentage. I get excited occasionally. There are occasions where I get so excited about a game. Even if there's no benefit other than I know that Amazon usually is where I pre-order from because they have a pre-order guarantee. So if at any point in time the price drops on the game, uh, I will be I will be given the lowest price during that run. So all the way up until the pre-order, I will get the potential of getting the lowest price. Yeah, because they are uh, suckered you into a thing that's not really there. Well, yeah, I know, but I mean, it's it, it's a it's a it's a thirty cent conceit or even a dollar conceit to get my uh, get my fix for feeling like I've done something that uh, that supports something that I want in the future. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna accuse any, I'm not gonna be mad at anybody for feeling it. Well, look, you if know? they I'm not saying anyone should or shouldn't. I'm just telling you why I wouldn't. Financially, you're do right. It. People can do whatever right. they want. Cadaveri in the chat room is asking, "How's pre-ordering different than Kickstarter?" I just explained it. Kickstarter gives you a ton of benefits you wouldn't get if you just bought the thing. So somebody right. says, if you buy, uh, you order it now, A, you get 10 bucks off of what it'll be when we go retail with it. B, you're going to get a t-shirt. C, you're going to get a bunch of artwork. Three, you're going to get all, you know, you have all these benefits of tiers and Kickstarters that you don't get if they just said here. No one on Kickstarter saying, hey, buy a thing 30 days in advance or six months in advance with no benefits. <laughs> Nobody right. does that. So it is different think, than a Kickstarter. You know, I same. think I, I think we've kind of become jaded as as game purchasers. And it used to be that I think we rooted for some of these companies, and we still do. I think, but uh, I think there's a little bit of bitterness there too, isn't there? Yeah, a little bit. And by the way, I'm not like in Cadaveri's case. I'm not. I'm not reaming on you. I'm just talking about the question. Oh no. Yeah, no. I don't. It's a fine question to ask. This uh, is a great debate. It is. Free Hotel Room says if EA makes more money one way, they don't have to make money other ways. If they need to raise more money, they will raise the price of their games. Raising the price of a game costs Scott Johnson more money. Untrue. They aren't going to change their price of the game because the industry will only allow so many increases. The players aren't going to pay 75 bucks and then 80 and then 90 If you go look at historical levels sure? of video games, video games fight against inflation. For whatever reason... I, I'm sure there's all kinds of psychological reasons. Games have been, you know, 
uh, somewhere in the range of 39 to 59 forever. Right. They don't rise with the cost of other I, things. Film. If you want to go see a movie, you're paying way more now than you were 15 years ago. If you want to go do a million other kinds of things that are entertainment focused. But are you they, really paying uh, more for movies now? Okay. financially hell i mean yeah. if, when you compare when you compare inflation yeah hell yeah they're they've all gone up dude i have to pay i mean it like, definitely it definitely feels like it because when i go pay seven dollars you know for the matinee showing in 2d i definitely go i remember when i was six and i could get in for a quarter but uh i'm not that old yeah but uh still yeah but, but, uh, but is, uh, it, is it real? Uh, no, I think it is of course it's real because i paid i'm paying i don't know what it is now 12 or something now <laughs> I paid eight fifty right. a few years ago. I paid six a few so, years before that. Like it's so, it goes up. Okay, so I just just as a it's a thought experiment. I haven't looked at any of the numbers, but I do happen to know that the highest grossing film adjusted for inflation is uh, Gone with the Wind. And so I'm like, are we saying that more people went and saw that movie? Because our population wasn't as big in the U.S. during that time. Did did more people go see that movie? Let's than in game or anything else? No, that's not right anymore, is it? Let's see. All time box that's office adjusted. Now for... that's not that's that's just domestic. That's not worldwide. No, worldwide you're... changes everything. No, you're right. We're talking just domestic. No, you're still right. Gone with the wind. Still, if you adjust the gross, one point eight billion. Uh, unadjusted was only two hundred million. Right. Uh, Star Wars at number two, one point six million. Sound of Music, one point two. Uh, ET's up there. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Um, yeah, more people went. But if you have more That's people, if you have more people going, I don't know. There's more other. Often? There's other factors. My point is, the prices still go up. So look at the difference there. 1.8 million as opposed to 200 million. Right. That was 1939. I mean, that's a long time ago. But like, let's look at Star Wars. 1997. 460 million dollars was the domestic take. 1.6 billion now. That tells you the difference in a relatively not that, you know, less yeah, 30 years ago. Right. So, yeah, movie tickets go up. Video games though, they just don't they don't go up. No, they've been they've been pretty solid. I mean, they go up every, you know, they go up pretty slow. Pretty slow. Let's see. Do video game prices go up? I don't want to talk out of out of my lane here, but let's see. It feels like it, that's for sure. Uh, video games may soon cost more. There's always talk about how it's they're finally going to go up. Of course, of course, it's going to cost more. Everything costs more. My, but this is why this, this is why those customers. But this is why those businesses, why those publishers and those developers work on other ways to, to do post game revenue to extend the life of the game's revenue potential. Right. So they put loot right. boxes in them, or they put microtransactions in them, or whatever. That is what this is. That is to Imagine- answer this very issue. Right. Imagine, imagine the time investment difference between a AAA title now and Atari's uh, ET, and then adjust the sales and inflation, and compare that to the amount of work that was invested in that game comparatively. I bet it would blow your mind. Well, I mean, that game was just one dude, though. They heard right. That. Exactly. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. And on a cart, it's like goodbye cart. Yeah. Goodbye cart. Need some updates. Ain't gonna happen. Goodbye, car. We hope, no, hope we never see you again, unless it's Nintendo. And then we're, I see. I guess we're okay, but it's still on Nintendo consoles. Uh, we got yeah, one more a, email. That was a fun topic. Yeah, it was a good a one. Topic. It was Thank good. You. We got one here from Justin. It says Scott and Brian with the Epic Store entering the fray for PC game sales. Do you see the future 
where Epic Store is Google Chrome and Steam becomes Internet Explorer, or do you think we will see everything just using both or multiple stores? Your friend from Arkansas, Justin. Well, right now, uh, you already see this. Like, yeah, it is a preference thing, but I also use multiple browsers now for different things, for different purposes. So I use the Brave browser for most everything I do now, but I'll occasionally pull up Safari for certain things. I'll use Chrome for other stuff, and I'll use Firefox occasionally for other stuff. And there's certainly more choices even beyond that. So I think that the game stores will be similar to that. And I think you will be hard-pressed, despite all that's going on, to have Steam lose its current leadership status. I think that's it's just so ingrained that's going to be a tough one, even for Epic. But right, it's right. possible. because I mean, Fortnite, Fortnite will eventually fade. And if Epic... Epic doesn't find the next big thing is that momentum is going to start slowing. Yeah, quickly, it's going right? to slow, and then you're then you're just sort of left with whatever. I don't mind. I look at these storefronts as like web pages. I don't mind having multiple pages. I don't care. It doesn't bother me at all. But um, you know, as long as they're fair minded and I get what I pay for and I can get them quickly and easily, like basic feature sets. That's that's really all I care about. Um, but. You could argue, you could make the argument that if Epic really succeeds, they could be the Chrome of the future, while mm. Steam is the Internet Explorer of its time, which had a huge lead and now has no lead of any sort. And Chrome is the clear leader. So it's entirely possible that they flip like that, but not probable, in my opinion. Right. Just don't I, yeah, see it I think Steam, Steam, Steam is, is, is losing no Steam anytime soon. Uh, the chat room, Katavari. Uh, is mentioning she would uh, he or she they how about that they 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 would like to hear us talk a little bit about the city of heroes stuff that's happened in the last two weeks have you been keeping up with uh not uh, the private private server that was revealed for city of heroes not entirely i mean i don't there are a lot of people that want to make this a giant deal i right. don't care about it that much i mean i played <laughs> city of heroes and i enjoyed it it was a cool game and the people who ran it and closed it whatever they closed yeah, it, it so I guess. It's a weird. It's a weird take because people are mad at a community that was essentially uh, hiding a server and just f- for a game that that really, I mean, a lot of people still loved City of Heroes. People still loved it when the server shut down. People wanted to re- revisit it, and you know, it's just not happening as far as that being. Yeah, but private private servers for old dead MMOs or even current MMOs like WoW has classic servers to contend with. It's the same kind of thing across the board. People want their thing that they want. And so because someone won't give it to them, they're going to find the hackery backdoor way to do it. Right. And I don't have a problem with that. And I also don't have a problem with the companies who own the IPs shutting them down because at the end of the day, they own it. And at the end of the day, the players are going to do what they want to do. So I yeah. don't really have an opinion. I don't actually yeah, you, care. You have to. You have to protect your IP. Yeah, I know it sucks. Because they would too if they were. If this was we, their IP, yeah. these players that are all pro, let's have our big open server. They would be pissed right. too if they own the IP. Yeah. So I don't buy these arguments that it's draconian and the corporate this and that. Yeah. It's just what you do. You protect what is yours, yeah. and if you don't, because it's you gone. don't know when there may be an opportunity to to reboot that franchise. You may have new leadership come in, and you may be able to do. But if you if you've already if you've already said go ahead do what you want then then you have no recourse right if they so, get legit permission that's cool yes. uh if the company responds the way blizzard did and says look we'll make we'll go ahead and make wow classics and now you got your classic servers your vanilla servers like there's ways to respond to this that can that can 
you know, address that player, that part of the player base that really wants this. And I don't, I don't have a problem with them having this desire, this want, and even them going around, you know, I think game preservation is important. And I think sometimes companies Mm -hmm. forget that. And so players will find a way to preserve these games, whether you want them to or not. And I kind of like that that's true, but I'm, I'm not that worked up. Everybody wanted me to be like on a soapbox going, this is an outrage. The players who want to play should be allowed. I don't, dude, whatever. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, if there was, if there were no games to play, I'd be like, yeah, let us play our game. But even I mean, then, there's so it, many. Even games then, to play. I'd be just I like, love nah. City of Heroes. I love City of Heroes. I would love to get invite to the private server and play. It would make me. It would. It would love it so much. See, I don't even now, want that. Tr- you can have that. I don't right. want that. You can have whatever. But people, invite we get. people have, uh, people have been trying to make a controversy out of this, and I'm with you. It's like if I had a private server, I probably wouldn't tell anybody, and I probably would be very much, you know, very selective who I let in because see, it's it's a it's a dangerous proposition of getting shut down. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of time and resources put into that kind of thing. And uh, some people are trying to make it a controversy going, oh, well, they got, you know, they got uh, user information. And it's like, but from everything we've seen, they don't. They don't have anything other than uh, just, you know, like character data. Yeah. What information that I tried to make a Hulk looking guy back in 2003 (laughs) and called him Hunk or whatever I did? Who cares? Who cares? Incredible Hulk. It's just not that big a deal to me. And I'm and again, this isn't me saying it shouldn't be to you people, whoever's into it. You should be into it. Go for it. But yeah. don't try to get me to like I feel like I spent like two weeks with people crawling on me going, Did you hear about this? What are you gonna do about it? I'm like, I I'm not gonna do shit about it. <laughs> I got a lot of other stuff to focus on. I'm not gonna I'm not but gonna I get the passion though, because it, it was a it was a fun game and I was very invested at the time. I totally get I totally get the passion. It's a I cool really game. Did. I love the game. Yeah. I loved yeah. it. At it's, the time. it's hard. It's hard to get momentum uh, and passion going for your own particular thing on social media because there's so many people so passionate about so many things. I was bummed out that it it got canceled in the first place. So I was too. Still, I, was too, I, was, still I wasn't that. playing it. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't. I mean, I was kind of done then too. Yeah, like yeah, I wasn't yeah, even yeah. actually playing it all that much, but I was sort of like, eh, I'm, I'm all right. Right. Oh, that makes me sad. Beep. A, cha- a chapter has closed. It has closed like, like a big fat door, like a gaping door. Uh, that's it for the show. Up. Thank you all for listening. Uh, hey, a quick reminder or a announcement, I guess. There's a Discord now, and it's Ooh, just for this show. I shouldn't say that. It's for this in core. They're going to share it because it's all game related. So why not have like, you know, a big uh, frog pants gaming Discord? which is really what it's going to be. We're going to start out small. We don't have a ton of rooms in there yet. It's just a place for people to come out and meet, but you will find a link to it at frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. If I haven't put it in there, I will right now. So some of you live guys may not see it yet, but it will go in before the show gets posted today. Again, that's at frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. Just look for the Discord link, and it will be a permanent link. You can just join and hang out and be in there. Uh, Tell us your stories. Talk about the games you're playing. Ask questions for the show, all that kind of stuff. So that's coming up soon over there at frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you surely can. 801-471-0462. You can also, uh, what else? Oh, leave us voicemail or uh, emails. You know, emails. Those are a thing. Yeah, those are fun today. Boopshow at gmail.com. That's boopshow at gmail.com. And on Twitter, we are at boopshow. We also have a Reddit, boopshow.reddit.com. 
All right, Brian, is there any final words of wisdom that you can give our listeners? Yeah, don't uh, don't look for my City of Heroes server stop. No, you're not going to find it. It's Quit. not going to work out. <laughs> it's you're going to you're going to you're going to spot me, man. Stop it. Yeah. Quit creeping them out, you guys. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for listening. Come back next time. Should be next week. We'll have a brand new show. Until then, bye. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. Mm.